Welcome to the Game of Thrones podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for Game of Thrones on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we are here today after the long winter, the long night, to finally talk about the trailer that HBO just dropped. We've been super excited, itching to talk about it, and this is the perfect excuse. Uh, you've seen the trailer, I assume, if you're here to do a podcast about it. I am. Okay. I've seen it many, many <laughs> okay, times. And excruci- I actually... I did, like, freeze frame a few times, yeah. Because my first time, like, you and I both are kind of aligned in our feelings about trailer reaction videos and podcasts. Uh-huh. And, I, I mean, I feel like this is my the equivalent of us as podcasters stripping for cash. Like, this is what people want that pays the bills, but, like, are we really going <laughs> to have any... See, I... I look at like straight up reaction vids, not yeah. like not like talking about the trailers and what yeah. this means for the future, yeah. but just like mouth agape staring at a screen right. that that doesn't interest me. But but after I got done whining and bitching for a while, I'm like, you know what? I'm actually going to do this upright. And I spent like an hour and 15 minutes frame by frame going over to the the thing, the 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 trailer and noticing things and trying to do research on what those things might be and uh now you've got it you've got a podcast uh that's going to be breaking down the trailer <laughs> you're not entertained we're, are you not entertained? we're going to first talk about uh kind of like the, the the plan for season eight on bald move then we're going to talk about our general thoughts about the trailer and then we might have a little bit of spoilery stuff these are not like production type spoilers they're more of just things i know from the lore and from things i know from the books that might give you inside information or help make you connections that you might not otherwise have made but i don't think they're gonna be oh my god the night king sits the iron throne kind of kind of thing so but still i'm gonna put them last because i know some people want to go in completely spoiler free and now i'm trying to do that yeah. too i do i am aware that there are some leaks and some there's a lot of things like came out production photo wise and what people know of the plot they've already pieced together a lot of things but mm-hmm. as in years past i am v- trying very hard to stay stay clear of that so uh and if you want i gotta say if you want like an exhaustive breakdown of a trailer just go to alt shift x on youtube if he doesn't have one out now it'll be out by the end of the day and it'll be glorious and amazing it'll get like half the stuff that that we might have missed so Mm -hmm. check him out alt shift x is awesome okay i want to talk about the schedule because we have uh you know game of thrones season eight is one of the most exciting things that's ever happened here on bald move and we are i mean this is probably the most exciting finale since breaking bad I would say so, yeah. I mean, uh, leftovers. I was definitely, per- but like, you know, I, I, I've been waiting for this thing for like almost two years. Only two, huh? And it's seven <laughs> I mean, years. Yeah. It's, it's eight years of lead up and uh-huh. the five books. It's like there's a lot. A and, lot. and I keep hearing things about oh, every single episode is is a movie unto itself. Like right. they they spend hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, right. This yeah, this has got a hundred million people watching it globally. Uh, uh, leftovers had a hundred thousand people watching it globally. <laughs> so yeah, this is like since since season the the wrap up of, of of Breaking Bad. I think this is the most important. This is the most exciting thing that's ever happened to us. Uh, and we are having coverage to match if you haven't been with us since the last time we talked about game of thrones a lot has changed uh in the this this extended off season i wrote a book actually Mm -hmm. i wrote two books with a religious scholar called gods of thrones volume one came out last fall volume two is going to be coming out this spring i hope uh april 1st that's what we're trying to hit that's the dream that's the dream. There'll be a link to that, the to volume one in the show notes if you want to check that out. Um, and starting on March 26th, Anthony and I, Anthony is uh, uh, Dr. Ladon is the, the co-author of the book, are going to be doing a promo podcast for volume two of Gods of Thrones. 
Uh, and if you missed our podcast for volume one, we basically do a deep dive into the subject matter of the book, which is a comparative analysis of the religion, the fake religions uh, from Game of Thrones with the very real life and factual religions of, of our own world. And we take a particular topic or character religion to analyze. Uh, like last year, we did deep dives in the characters of Cat Stark and Tyrion Lannister and how their religious faith or lack thereof influences their character. And then a week later, on April 2nd, we're releasing a second promo podcast for Gods of Thrones. Then the week after that, shit gets real. April 9th begins our officially unofficial coverage of Season 8, where we do a preview podcast. Uh, and we're going to be discussing kind of our hopes, dreams, and fears for mm-hmm. Season 8. What the stakes are for the show and its legacy, because like we said, there are some stakes here what it means in the context of George Martin's larger work, and whatever else you find folks want to talk about. And again, uh, the way to send us feedback is in the show notes, but it's Game of Thrones at BaldMove.com, and also we have forums, forums at BaldMove.com, that will be jumping the season. Is it too early to start sending in feedback now? No. Okay. No. We actually have a pretty full feedback from the the from Q and A's from the last Gods of Thrones, but no, it's never too too early, too late, or well, it's definitely it'll be it'll be definitely too late uh, <laughs> after the wrap up podcast for season eight to talk about Game Game of Thrones because yes. the whole show is going away. But um, it won't be too early to send in your prequel feedback. Ah, um, and uh, yeah, just to head that answer off, yes, yes, when the prequel series debuts on HBO, we will be there day one, one hundred percent. Yeah, with our Valerian swords strapped on, and we'll be talking about it. Uh, so we are going to in the season proper. Uh, we're going to be bringing the Game of Thrones, a feature that we did with our Better Call Saul podcast last year. So if, recall, if you'll recall in previous years, we've had like the Instant Take podcast where we immediately publish like an off-the-cuff review and discussion as soon as the episode's done airing. This year we're doing that, but we're also doing a second part called the Instant Talk where uh, people can join and get an audience discussion going with us using the YouTube chat feature. Now the catch is that you have to be a club member to participate in the audience participation part of the podcast. Um, and you can join that club.baldmove.com. But uh, so that's exciting. We'll be doing those the night of the, the the show's releasing, and our first Instant Talk podcast, therefore, will be immediately after premiere of season eight, episode one, on April fourth. No, nope. ha- April fourteenth. April fourteenth. Damn it! I almost <laughs> I I did I did in fact fuck it up. April fourteenth. We have full coverage of that same episode on Tuesday, April sixteenth. Then we'll be continuing to do the spoiler edition, which will come out later that week, where we talk about the books, and we've actually. Give George Martin shit, but he actually did release a pretty girthy new book, uh, Fire and Blood, Christ. which is just volume one of Tar- Targaryens, and there there was some new information on that, so, so maybe that uh, would He's form. just trying to kickstart the new series, <laughs> and then, yeah. Um, we will also be doing something extra fun to celebrate Game of Thrones' final season by hosting one of our Super Serious Film Fest in its honor. Now, a lot of people probably don't know what that is, but the Super Serious Film Fest are just Jim and I doing a podcast and video series around the themed collection of movies. And this year's theme is fantasy. And we're going to be taking a stroll through fantasy classics such as Conan the Barbarian, Dragonheart, Beastmaster, Excalibur. We're going to have podcast reviews and discussions for everybody uh, publicly available. We're going to have live watches for the films exclusively for club members. All that's going to be going down on the Bald Movie Feed uh, if you search for Bald Movies on your favorite podcast app or iTunes or Google Play or wherever you listen, you'll find it easy peasy. Now, uh, some people always ask, well, how can we help you? How can we help Bald Move? And during the season, it's real easy. Rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you listen to us. 
Uh, tell your friends, family, and coworkers they're into Game of Thrones. Like, if they're into Game of Thrones, probably be into our podcasts. Uh, unless they're like one of those uptight prudes that doesn't like to swear and don't send them to us. Then they're because... not watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, who yeah. who is the uptight prude that doesn't swear right. and watches Game of Thrones through cracked fingers? Teehee, I don't know if I should be watching this. I'll tell you who they are. They're liars. Yeah. They're liars are who they Hypocrites, are. Hypocrites, frauds, <laughs> counterfeits. They'll tell you they're not watching Game of Thrones. So, yeah. And then you'll see a fucking house snow pin on their shirt. S- s- send, them, send them our way. We'll sort them out. Uh, and also share our posts. You know, every time we post an episode, it goes out on all the social media platforms. Share that shit, you know, if you're inclined. Or join the club, club.baldmove.com. That's another way, great way to help us. All right. I got to talk about this trailer, man. Yes. Are we done with this shit? We have, we have burnt all holes right. in our, our, our trailers are burning holes in our trailer pockets. Something like that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Jim, the, the number one th- takeaway from this trailer is yes. the Battle of Winterfell, right? Looks like it. I mean, it, it almost seems like the Battle of Winterfell is going to be the entirety of season eight, based yeah. on these trailers, uh, or based on the trailer, which is cool with me. I've I've been hearing, you know, a whole bunch of shit about how this is like the biggest battle or the longest battle scene ever committed to film. It's something, period. yeah, something like in cinematic, and they're not saying in like television. They're like no. saying cinematic history. This is the largest, longest. <laughs> But Which you know, has me sort of worried because yeah. I've seen Transformers two, and that has a shitload <laughs> of very long, very bad and boring action scene. Yes, that is a battle in the in the city with the Transformers, and I fucking hated it. So this can go one of two ways. Uh-huh. It could be great. It could be you know if they if they pull it off and they execute the way they need to, this could be riveting. Right. Or it could be extremely boring. Well, and also like the way because the way they phrased it in the articles, like it's the largest slash longest, or and like in in televised, like I don't know what all weasel words they use, but right, it reminds right. me of a lot when ever a new roller coaster is released. It's always the world's yeah, yeah. tallest, fastest inverted suspended uh titty holding uh roller coaster (laughs) like how many other titty holding roller coasters to support the titties do we have there's there's two others and this is five foot taller like okay i i mean it's it's miguel sapochnik and it's a big battle yeah so it's going to be awesome whether it's like historically defining awesome remains to be seen but yeah that looks exciting because because every time they've done a battle uh i've been enthralled like uh The, the the battle of the bastards was oh, fucking yeah. amazing and it definitely i think will contribute to what we think of in like cinematic battles uh-huh um like that great shot of like john standing alone against a a, a whole cavalry charge i mean that yeah that, that's getting up almost, there with anything almost trampled to death by his own guys like yeah i mean that's up with yeah. anything you'll see in like ben-hur or gladiator or uh, braveheart any of that any of those things um yeah. i think they might be doing a a switcheroo on us i think that they are intentionally letting us think that all of the battle footage is the battle of winterfell when i I have a theory that anytime you see like the red fog of war, like it's like battlefield, it's foggy, but it's also covered in fire. Like like the uh-huh. kind of the last scene of Full Metal Jacket where they're singing M I C K U I. Yeah, 
I think that's going to be like the siege of King's Landing or like bringing Cersei to justice. Okay. Because be. like there's a lot of scenes of like cold and snowy and like pitch black and like the winds blowing and then there's a lot of like fog of war on fire and I'm like that can't be the same set. But huh. But yeah, maybe. Yeah, because also there's a scene of like John in in that kind of fiery fog. There's a scene of like John no. storming a gate or a, and I'm like, why would he be storming Winterfell? Why would like like unless it's one of those things where he's frantically grown up, like like let me back in, let me back in. <laughs> right. I don't want to be out here anymore. Like I, I don't see that yeah. happening. Um, uh, Podrick just died. Let me in. <laughs> right. Yeah. Pod the rod can't make oh. it. Oh. Speaking of which, that's maybe my favorite shot of the whole trailer yeah. is just where they're panning across the, the battle lines. Yeah. And you see Brienne and Podrick. Podrick is looking as somber as possible and as much like a badass as possible. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm ready for him to have like a signature fight scene. Yeah. That would be pretty yeah. cool because it's been building. We know he's got uh, prowess at a certain type of sword fighting. <laughs> and Brienne's been trying to get that to translate into actual. Yeah martial like like not marital prowess but martial prowess and uh we'll see i think i think he'll he'll have a, a, a scene to shine this year mm-hmm. what else you got uh we get, like, I, I mean everyone is there i mean it looks like jamie's coming to winterfell to help yep. quote-unquote fight for the living yep. uh it, it we, we see like jorah and danny and john and yeah like all of the forces have congregated at winterfell Sir Jorah, it looks or, like i mean um sir davos davos yeah Tyrion gets a sneak sneak attack at the uh-huh. very end it look, looks like he's finally going to get obliterated by Dragonfire. <laughs> if you're to believe the cuts in the right. trailer yeah which i don't yeah uh yeah i'm i'm just excited to see everybody teaming up on the white walkers to to go to town yeah so shall we Dude, because like I said, I, I got this. I got this oh. here deep dive. And they trained the shit out of Maisie Williams. They, like they got her in the gym, and they got oh, her yeah. with a fucking bow staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she has some serious moves now. She's going full Donatello from Teenage Mutant. Man, Ninja I can't wait because we've Turtles. never really seen Arya do much of anything. It's always been like talk. Yeah, right? or she'll like you know dress up like a little girl and stab a dude, or like I'm yeah, it's always that, sneaky shit. I want to see some badass. Yeah, Arya. steal a face and feed Walter Frey some phrase to him. Which I get it. That's yeah. kind of her thing. That's but, a different. Kind but she's of gonna have to really, yeah. you know, take break out all the stuff. We want to see so. her turn into her potential, like see her full potential as a water dancer. Yeah, uh, we want, we want, we want blood. We is <laughs> what we want. We've got this. Uh, constant battle between seeing you know one and Arya to just have a normal nice life. Nah, then, too late for yeah, that. You're right. You're right. She's a psychopath already. So just... she is. I mean, there's the line in the trailer where she's like, <laughs> "Death has many faces," and I'm looking forward to seeing this yeah, one. Presumably talking about the White Walkers. You scary little goth girl. Good I mean. lord, <laughs> it's frightening. I love um, it. I okay, love it. we have. I got a deep dive prepared, but right. I also like I know I've I've spent probably too much of this podcast talking about bald moose shit, but I want to keep some house because we're actually aside from preparing for Game of Thrones, doing some shit right now. Hmm. And bald movies feed, as we previously discussed, you can search for bald movies anywhere you can find podcasts. We are reviewing The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind, the new film by Chiwetel Ejiofor, as well as Captain Marvel, the latest in the nonstop, never-ending Marvel series that's going to kick off. Just like a month later, the other big cataclysmic uh, wrap-up to Avengers series. Um, Cecily and I are in the middle of a fresh playthrough of New Super Mario Brothers U on twitch.tv slash baldmove, hmm. which we are having a really good fu- time. People are seeming to enjoy it. And you can also see the complete archive thus far at youtube.com slash baldmove. And finally, 
on Bald Move TV, we're talking about Hulu's Into the Dark series, the Treehouse episode, and also discussing the Michael Jackson documentary that debuted this week on HBO, Leaving Neverland. Okay. Deep dive into the trailer. Also, Barrick and Tormund made it. Yes. Which I'll be discussing in this here deep dive. All right. Uh, so we begin with Arya running through this dark corridor, presumably in Winterfell, looking anxiously over her shoulder. Um... My question to you is, what could make the Arya that we know, the badass, scary little goth girl, that scared? Is this like a dream sequence? Is this a brand vision? Is she undergoing some kind of psychic mm, assault? Good would, question. Would, would like, even like three ice zombies chasing her make her that like pants-weddingly afraid? What? Is she going to huh. die? Uh, it's possible. I suppose it's possible. Maybe it's Jacken. Yeah, maybe Jack and during the midst of this come, battle, come back caught, for with yeah. the with the with the waif girl, uh-huh. and they're like, you know what? Just because I smiled didn't mean it was okay, right. For you to bail on your training, yeah. And it's all the faceless men, and they don't have faces. It's just there's this bre- bloody red skulls. That okay? That would do it. I, I have no idea, honestly. Uh, I, I can't think of anything that would make Arya run at this point. Yeah, I mean, in this a, a dragon coming through the halls of Winterfell. <laughs> right, right. Like, did someone open the Chamber of Secrets and let out the hippogriff or whatever from Harry Potter? Like, the, what? What the hell? What the hell? Yeah. Um, maybe it's one of those big fucking ice spiders. That oh shit, that ice, ice spider yeah. tear assing through Winterfell after her would probably have me. Uh, yeah, you know, pulling my legs up off of the floor like like uh. I don't know, someone that's on a stool hiding from a mouse. I, I can't think. All, all the cultural references my brain are pulling are wildly inappropriate uh, from old cartoons that no one should have been allowed to see. Uh, but anyway, yeah, she's scared of something. She's also talking, like you said, badass about I know death. He wears many faces. I look forward to seeing this one mm-hmm. as she holds up in a city of knife. Obviously talking about the White Walkers. Yep. Uh, Davos is walking on the battle, battle front battlements of what's probably Winterfell as the troops all around them stand ready for battle. Uh, Varys is in a shelter with women and children. Yeah. This I, has got to be the Crypts of Winterfell, right? Yeah, I think so. And like, I wonder if there's going to, this is going to be kind of a reprise of Sansa's role from season two where right. his... his um, you know, that kind Blackwater. Of her, that was her first leadership role where she kind of chilled ever, all the non-combatants down and like showed some genuine courage in the face of this. Um, yeah, I don't know. But it's uh, it'll be interesting come, to see. Come on, Varys. If Tyrion's out there, you can get out there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I also wonder... I don't know. Like I, I think it'd be cool if Varys had like some kind of hidden talent for killing. <laughs> he kills with his tongue. Yeah, yeah, and his intelligence. Yeah. Um. There's also Bran intoning that everything you fought or brought, uh, everything you did brought you where you are now, where you belong, home. And he's saying this over a montage of like the Greyjoy fleet and. Uh, Dolores said and Tormund and Barrett coming back and Sam's there at some point. I think he's probably talking to John though. Right? Oh, really? I was going to say he's probably pep talking Sam because Sam oh. probably feels pretty damn useless right now. I think he right? is pretty damn. I think, I think the way the plot is working out is he's probably going to be pretty useless. I, I would assume. Yeah. So maybe he's like trying to, trying to help Sam deal with his uselessness. Yeah. In the face of the, the battle of the white walkers. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, I think it's, I, I took it as like him, this is going to be the scene where, because there's got to be a scene where someone sits John down and be, be like, say, hey, yo, that's your aunt you're banging. Yeah. Mr. Targaryen. And it's going to have to be Bran, pretty yeah. much. Because Bran's already creepy. He's like, you uh-huh. can't hide anything from me, John. I watch you guys every night. It's <laughs> better than Cinemax, honestly, this weird shit. Uh, so I think that's what's happening. So we see the Greyjoy fleet, and there's like a another kind of switcheroo where you see like just three ships coming towards you, which I think might actually be like Yara or Theon's fleet. Okay. But then they like flip around and they're they show on inside of a ship, still Greyjoy vessels, but there's like hundreds of them. Yeah. And there's like this full company of people standing in golden armor. This is almost certainly the Golden Company, the sellsword company that Cersei sent uh, Euron Greyjoy over to Essos to fetch, so she'll have something for John and Danny to, to contend with when they get back. And there's a there's a false lead here. This uh-huh. this guy who's standing sort of on the upper deck here mm-hmm. looks like it could be Jamie from the it back, but it's looks, definitely not. Looks very Jamie Lannister. It's definitely not yeah. just because of the company he's keeping and his his hand. Uh, he's got an right. actual hand for a right. True hand, that. So. Uh, now. It it could be uh, in the books the leader of the Golden Company is this Sir Harry Strickland, um, but okay. it doesn't match his book description. This guy's like an old portly fat man <laughs> or a, a ch- balding man, and this guy is like again could be mistaken for Jamie Lannister. So I wonder if the fact in the books the Golden Company is uh, was founded by a bunch of Blackfire. Uh, rebels and the Blackfires were a, a, a branch of illegitimate Targaryens that were legitimized by a very bad king and caused the instant civil war. And the ones that lost um, went to Essos and they did various things. One of them, uh, the uh, Bittersteel, the guy, the, the bastards named Bittersteel, founded this gold golden company. Hmm. And there's a lot of theories that um they're going to be involved with in the books anyway bringing this kind of like fake targaryen this manufactured targaryen back to kind of be a foil for danny um and i but and like this guy's like that kind of handsome and like what you would kind of expect from that kind of character but i'm like it's way too short in the game to be doing something like that right yeah yeah i mean you're you're I don't think they're going to introduce that. I think what's happened here is a Dario situation where yeah. they've just said, fuck the description in the book. Yeah. We don't care. Or uh, we're going be, with somebody completely different. It could be they have this like kind of golden prince as a not like, because they, they do do that sometimes, like a, like a wink to the book readers. Like, you, yeah, you know, yeah. like this is, you know, in another universe where we had five more seasons and George finished the fucking books, this would be the guy we get to play, Fagon Targaryen. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. But it, it could be, I could see like, you know, someone talking to Euron about we've hated the, you know, we've hated the Targaryens and the or the that branch of Targaryens for generations, and we want our chance to get even and blah. I I, I could see them bringing a little bit of that lore into there. Um, like you said, we we do have confirmation that Tormund and Beric survived the epic wall collapse last season because there's mm-hmm. they're seen here going through a dark corridor with Beric sword lighting. Um, there's a quick shot of Sam in there to throw confusion about who Bran's talking to. Uh, and then they show Cersei looking smug as hell after an establishing <laughs> shot of King's Landing. The mountain looks like a giant Doc Johnson novelty dildo back there. I fucking hate the design of <laughs> the Cersei's helmet. queen guard so much. Okay. So much. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. And there's Kyburn Ky- to the side fanning the flames of her smugness, no doubt. Um, as Bran says, home, 
you know, because he, he, we see this shot of the town folk outside Winterfell kind of observing this giant marching column of Unsullied going to Winterfell. And there's a kid in the extreme foreground that really reminds me a lot of, like, young Rickon from season one. And I wonder if, because, like, we started our relationship with Game of Thrones by seeing this big retinue of the Baratheons coming into King's Landing, or not, I'm sorry, Winterfell and Bran seeing that from the tower. Mm-hmm. It seems like there's a lot of these kind of notes that are trying to remind you of where we began and, and, and now where we're going, which I thought was kind of nice. Yeah. Um, there's a shot of John and Danny riding amidst the Unsullied looking fucking badass, um, which is probably who, again, Bran is talking to in this scene. Uh, a dragon buzzes Sans in, in, in one of Winterfell's towers, and she flashes kind of like this small smile of oh boy, this is going to be a really helpful weapon, or maybe it's just wonder, I don't know. Yeah, everybody kind of gets a shot sort of like that with Arya getting one, and like right. everybody's seeing the dragons for the first time. Right. Uh, there's Also, this next person talking says they're coming, our enemy doesn't tire, doesn't stop, doesn't feel. That could be, it could be Davos or John or jo- like a lot of these guys uh, with that brogue, yeah. I'm, and they're, they're talking husky tough guy ho- talk. <laughs> right. I, I, I fucking don't know. Yeah, it's impossible to tell whether it's Christian Bale when you do the Batman voice. That's right, so, right, right, yeah. right. Um, so that's that's happening. Danny joins John in the crypts of Winterfell. I, I surmise he's looking at the statue of his father that's down there. That's been in some of the pre-release, uh, like the, the 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 preview trailers and whatnot. But there are some theories that in the crypts of Winterfell, uh, specifically in the tomb of Lyanna uh, Stark, there could be some kind of weir guild that indicates John's heritage, like Prince Rhaegar's famous silver harp or a Targaryen uh, 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 ancestral what? blade. What was the word you used? Weir guild. Weir guild? What the hell does that mean? It's something you give to somebody like when, when during a death is like a, like a, usually it's like something you take from an enemy when you die. Uh, huh. like, like like a payment because of the death. So it's like okay. the idea that the Starks would entomb this thing. But I don't think that's going to happen because they haven't established any of this shit. Like, they'd have to hastily have a scene like, do you know your father's a beautiful playing of his classic silver harp and and, and go back yeah. to him playing his harp to Leanna? But, but, this is the harp but you that have, we just found now. You, know? you have the flashback factory of Bran. You do have so, that. So you could really just do, like an intense flashback every episode and get everything you need to sell whatever story you want to tell. You do have that. You do have that. Uh, Gendry looks like he is busy uh, forging weapons and armor for the Battle of Winterfell. He is doing it all while running on a treadmill because he's got to keep that cardio up. Um, Grey Worm and Missandei share a really passionate kiss on the eve of battle, which I thought Uh was nice of like the stakes, what we're, you know, what the living are actually fighting for here. There's a badass shot of Brienne savagely cleaving her way across a battlefield, just taking massive swings with a sword. <laughs> and this is the one, this is the one that's like shrouded by kind of smoke and fire. And I wonder if it's not going to be like a battle of King's Landing that, um, because it just has a different look from all the establishing shots of battle winter of Winterfell. And mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't understand why. Well, I guess if you're fighting the white dude, want to set as many of them on fire as you want. Or as you could, so maybe that would yeah. explain why that battle looks sh- sh- wreathed in flame. But and I mean, the dragons anywhere the dragons go, true, there will be fire. There's going to be fire. So. Perfect. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, then Jamie is screaming on the same battlefield, so that promises a nice, perhaps Jamie and yes. Brienne reunion. Finally, what's Tormund going to think? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cersei looking really smug again in the throne room at King's Landing. 
Um, and I think the 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 line where it's like the enemy doesn't doesn't tire or feel, I think, kind of lands on her smug face. Uh, we hear Jamie promising to fight for the living and intending to keep that promise as it looks like he's making some kind of impassioned plea inside an interior room mm-hmm. of Winterfell. Probably. Do you think this is him pledging his allegiance to Daenerys or is this him explaining his actions to Brienne? Because it, oh, hmm. it's a small okay. room. It's not like yeah, the yeah. throne room no, or not. the lord's room or the hall. or It's like a very small, like an intimate setting. Yeah, okay. Maybe so. I'm actually not sure who he's talking to here, but it seems to be at, at the Winterfell. See, this is the 30th location. time I watched it. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. This isn't a Great Hall of Winterfell. This is like a, this is like a Brienne type of chambers. Hmm. Um, there's two dragons making a snowy canyon run. That's probably John and Danny being badass dragon riders together. There's yeah. a lot of hints that John's going to swing his his leg over a dragon. Uh, Arya smiles up in wonder, probably at the coming dragons, although she's would also probably react that way to a giant battalion of unsullied coming her way too, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe it's her seeing John, like she sees John riding up at the head of this thing. Like that would also kind of explain that smile. Um, there's a really badass shot of John standing before the Godswood of Winterfell at the height of winter. Yeah, that is like a beautiful, beautiful painting. Um, mm-hmm. We almost for the books had Chase Stone. We actually, so if you don't know, we got this uh, Chase Stone, a renowned fantasy illustrator, to illustrate our Gods of Thrones books. And one of the things we almost had him do is illustrate like Ned, the classic Ned sharpening his his sword in front of that. And I'm like, you know, that's been done a lot. And also, this shot would have blown all that shit out of the water. So <laughs> uh, it's 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 a fucking amazing shot. There is a shot of the Hound looking pensive on this fiery red battlefield. Is that going to be his like moment of awesome where he finally overcomes his fear of fire? It should be, yeah. This is where I also think why it might be King's Landing, because there's got to yeah. be. <laughs> I'm not going to say it because we don't have the sound effects prepped. Don't we? But there's got to... Okay, we got... I've, I've been given a go for the... There's got to be the brothers meeting and fighting, and they're not going to do it at Winterfell because Cersei's sitting that one out. Yeah, and like if if it would it'd be thematically appropriate for the Hound to have to fight through his fear of fire that was given to him by his brother holding his face to a brazier in their youth <laughs> uh-huh. to f- defeat him once and for all. So, yeah, that's that's my that's my thought on that. Um, there is John leading a bunch of men storming a gate, which is another reason why I think this footage is more King's Landing than Winterfell. Um, there's John and Danny approaching their dragons who are kind of over this burnt horde of animal bones that they've been feasting on. Sansa looking pensive. Arya water dancing with the goddamn staff or spear looking mm-hmm. like a whirling dervish. Uh, Danny trying real hard to look sad. Something she struggles with. Uh, we'll see if she sells it in the full season. Tyrion looking serious. Dragon breathing fire right into the camera. Uh, and then, like, like you said, there's that shot of the Unsullied and Brienne and Pod the Rod and Ser Jorah and them all kind of stealing themselves on the line of battle mm-hmm. as a single decaying hoof steps onto <laughs> the field. The Night King cometh. Yeah, man. Winter has it's a finally good trailer. came. It's a really good trailer. I feel like they, they nailed the balance between revealing possibly too much and not enough. Yeah, because my initial... Just to whet your appetite. We watched it together, and I think our initial reaction was kind of like, that's it? But it's tricky... Yeah, doing a two minute trailer when you're this deep in a story, 
and when when you're on the internet like people are gonna pick that shit apart and they're gonna have your whole season figured out if you reveal too much yeah so i thought it was a really masterful trailer uh to really get i don't think and that's the funny thing they don't have to get people excited for this but they're doing it anyway Mm -hmm. and i've you know i i've we'll, we'll talk about how we feel about the season but I've always had in the back of my mind kind of like nervous that they're going to be able to do something that's going to kind of like, you know, satisfy everybody and make everybody happy and do right by George. And at the very least, they're going to go for broke on spectacle. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be something else. We're going to have really comprehensive coverage. And we hope you guys join us for all of it. Again, it's starting in just a few weeks. It is now the appropriate time to subscribe to the feed. There's tons of stuff that if you, again, I think we we did a complete rewatch of season three since the last time. And two? Two and I, I three, think two I think. and three. Yeah, because we, we've had a lot of time yeah, in we, the off season. We, I think we finished filling out the entire back catalog. Yeah. So we have all of Game of Thrones if you're doing your rewatch. There's there's three seasons or three episode, uh, podcast episodes on the Gods of Thrones book that I wrote with uh, Anthony Ladon. There's three podcasts we did with uh, Anthony and our buddy Kim Renfro from The Insider on the Fire and Blood series that uh, George Martin just released over the fall as well. Tons of content if you're excited uh, but we'll be back in just a couple of weeks uh, talking to more Gods of Thrones, and then a couple of weeks after that, we'll be talking Season 8. Subscribe, rate, review, all those things. Send feedback in to Game of Thrones at baldmove.com. Uh, you can talk to our fellow fans on our forums, forums.baldmove.com. You can support us by going to the club, club.baldmove.com. Get excited. Winter's here. We'll see you very soon.